five, four, three, two, one. Malcolm, thank you for being here. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in and joining us on this journey. Before we get the show started, we are joined by a very special individual. Someone who has yet to tell me what his podcast consists of. <laughs> the best tuned. trainer in New York City. Fact. What else? To be. The only white man I would be privileged to call me an ape. <laughs> Fact. Ethan. Welcome to the Nick and Mouse Show. What's going what's on? Up, bro? What's up? Yeah, what's up? How's it going? I'm chilling. What's up, Bright and early. Yes. So I'm yeah. Tired, was eight o'clock too early for you? <laughs> nah, nah, this is good. Okay. I feel like that's the only issue we have with other people coming to the show. Like we like getting the show out of the way early, and eight o'clock might be too early for some people. But it's, it's perfect though. You get, it's fast. We were going at six p.m. Bro, we used to do the show at fucking six p.m. Six p.m. We get I'll here be... and be tired as fuck. Yeah, tired. And it doesn't make for a good show. It's like, you want to have that morning energy. You just wake up, you're ready to go. Right. Like, I'm sure you work out in the morning, right? Sometimes, yeah. Do you prefer working out in the morning? Um, It all depends, really. When you get in the morning, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel good for the rest of the day. Like, you want to yes. get, like, everything else done. You know what I'm saying? But, like, in the, sometimes in the afternoon could work best, too. Because sometimes when you work out in the morning, you may be tired. Mm. So, you may not lift as strong as you would. Or, like, feel as good as you would. So, when you go in the afternoon, you know, mm-hmm. you know you're just more relaxed and whatnot. You could get that, that flow going mm. rather than in the morning trying to kickstart that flow. But then the working out helps with that in a sense. Absolutely. So, let's let's talk about the morning workout real quick. For me and me, Malcolm, I'm sure everyone that works out knows this. Working out is like a drug. As you said, you wake up, you work out, and you feel great for the rest of the day. Right. You feel like you're ready to attack the world. Is that the reason why on your off days, you're always working out? <laughs> As it seems on your Instagram, you're always working out on your off days. <laughs> it, it depends. You addicted to that? No, I'm not. Well, working out is just a part of my habit and my routine. I wouldn't mm. say I'm, it's like I'm addicted to it. It's like a good addiction, you could say. It's just a part of it's my habit. Um... On my off days, sometimes I'll do it because, like, you know, like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get this extra work. Like, it's like OT, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When are your off days? It all depends on, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm working out, if I'm doing, like, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday routine, routine like, Tuesday and Thursday are my off days. So maybe I'll get in Tuesday or Thursday, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Or if we're doing Monday, Tuesday, working out, Wednesday off. Wednesday, I may just do a light workout, Thursday, Friday. And then maybe on the weekend, maybe do a workout, maybe not. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So okay. how many days you work out a week? At, at least three, at least three to four, maybe five. Why not six or seven? I did six. Well, let's say like <clears throat> early quarantine, I was doing six days a week, and I was giving myself one day, one day of rest. Mm. Six days a week ain't bad. You just gotta program it and just mm, organize okay. it. So it's not bad. Just me, six days a week. I just flow like you know what I'm saying I'm just gonna go with the vibes and the flow of my body. So if I feel like you know what this week I'm gonna hit, you know what I'm saying I, f- I had that like in pre quarantine I had that momentum going like six. I don't know I was just doing I was just doing the shit. Mm. But now it's like you know three to three to four is pretty valid for me. And then the rest of the days I, I do whatever the fuck I gotta do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I, I mean, feel like that's key to understand how your body is uh, for the listeners and everyone. Um, oh, it's definitely important. Yeah. It's not, oh, you, gotta look at, the you have to be present. You yes. have to be omnipresent. Understand what uh, E just said that you truly want to understand how your body works and when to rest your body. You understood, okay, six days is might it is a benefit, but you right. feel more effective when you do three yeah, to four yeah, days yeah, a week. Like, like three or four days feels good for me. Just like I said, six days a week, so I was doing that. It wasn't bad. I did that for like three weeks straight, and I was like, "Nah, let me go back to like four days a week." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But six days, you just got to program it. However your program works, you know what I'm saying? That's it. You just got to organize it right. If you're hitting it hard six days a week, some people could do that, like David Goggins per se, you know, maybe, or whoever the fuck it is. But I feel like for me, like going hard six days a week, I'm going to eventually just break down. And I want to talk about David Goggins in a little bit. But what what does, I'm guessing the reason why you don't train too much is because you don't want to overtrain. That too. That I think, be I, to, in my opinion, I go hard, as, right. as you know. Hard as fuck. So, and then plus I got other, other like, things I do, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not trying to spread myself too thin. Mm. I'm trying to just have that right balance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So have, what about. Have, you, have you experienced that overtraining before? Um, What does that feel like for the listeners? Some dogs out there that might want to train eight days a week. That overtraining, I mean, after what, <laughs> how long are you going to last overtraining? How long are you going to last going hard like that, though? You got to think of the long run and how consistent you could mm-hmm. be with that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because if you're only going to do it for two weeks, two, two weeks. weeks, it's not going to matter. You know what I'm saying? If you could last, if that could be a routine that you're always going to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it, just do it. Mm-hmm. But me, it's like I always get a minimum of like three to four workouts a week. That's like minimal. You know what I'm saying? I could always do that. You know what I'm saying? If your minimal is always, oh, I got to hit it seven days a week, 24-7, mm-hmm. how long you think it's going to last with that? Not at all. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it becomes <clears throat> mentally taxing after a while. And even though you want to go hard, you're, you're probably going to give up because mm-hmm. it's going to start wearing on you. Like, fuck, my body hurts. I got to do it again. Me and Malcolm talk about this all the time. You want your workouts. You don't want to feel comfortable doing your workouts. You want to push yourself. But you want to enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's something that you believe, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I definitely believe in. I was telling Nick in the beginning of 2020, around January, um, this is when I first started consistently going to the gym. I was telling Nick, what makes the gym so fun to go in the morning is I do the workouts I love. I, there was one workout where it was a calisthenic workout, a minute of jumping jacks, a minute of um, air squats, a minute of squat jumps, a minute of burpees, and a minute of push-ups. And you do four rounds. So I was doing that, and then after a while, I'm like, I hate this workout. Mm-hmm. So I just started doing workouts I like to do myself, and I felt like, and I seen the body transformation. I felt that was important to me. So I shared it with Nick. Like, look, the only way to make the, you have to make the gym fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to make, yeah, you have to make the gym fun. You know what I'm saying? It's about feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Looking yes. good, feeling good, and all that. You know what I'm saying? And make it fun for you. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to put yourself to like, like you, you know what? Sometimes you're going to be Fuck, like, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? You got to do the shit you hate at times, but you got to make it fun for you. Like, that was a good good point. You got to have fun with this shit. Exactly. Now, one of the things that anyone that looks um, at your Instagram, right? They Uh, realize- Go ahead. What'd you say? So bring it up. Yeah. Bring it up. You are a highly motivated person. Yes. You're a person who goes hard. I feel like you make a lot of people feel uncomfortable. You make me feel uncomfortable. Sometimes I go on your Instagram like, fuck, I'm not working hard enough. This nigga eats talking shit at six in the morning. Like, you know what I mean? So where does that come from? Because that's not normal. Like what? Like me? Where, where does that motivation come from? That internal drive? That internal just like go, 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 go? It's just, it was just something that's just built in me. Like, it not like it just came, you know what I'm saying? I think it's from my, my pops, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um... Because he was like, go, 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 go every day. I wasn't a kid that was always go, 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 go. You know what I'm saying? How you see me now. Mm. My dad was like that. You know what I'm saying? As a mm. kid, I see my dad going, like we said, going hard. But he used to work out every day. I was like, bro, when you going to stop and doing like two workouts a day? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll wake up early, do a little like work on the house. Then later in the day, he's like, yo, all right, I'm going to go to the park. I'll be right back. It's like, 
And then, you know what I'm saying? He was just doing it all the time. And if and I could remember clearly, when your dad would come to Fort Hamilton, he would always have his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah, from like what I can remember, and I'm, yeah. and I'm doing the same shit, which is which is <laughs> that is true, which is which is funny as hell. Yeah, but that drive, I think it's just it got to be like your fuel, got to be your passion. I think it builds over time. It just don't happen like like this, just like anything in life. Um, like I said with my father, he had that, and I was like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And before I became myself, I feel like I didn't develop into the man I am. Like later until like you know I started realizing stuff until like high school when I really like. Unleash that beast that of beast me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took time because before, like I said, I was watching my pops like go hard. I'm like, how the fuck is he doing this shit? And I was just taking the laser out. Yeah, I'm sleeping. And he was like, you want to come to the park? I was like, nah, sleeping. Yo, you want to come? Nah. But he had that drive. So I don't know. And I just, I have so much standards set for myself that mm-hmm. I can't let up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have, I'm trying to build a legacy. I'm trying to do a lot of things for me and my family. There's a lot at stake. So it's like that motor. That's that's the reason for my mortar right there. That's mm, the energy. Your for family. It. Yeah, just like everything I'm doing it for. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really the reason why I'm going hard and knowing that someone out there got it worse. So why am I gonna like let up and like take it easy? Like I got everything everything works fine. I could see, I could talk. So it's like, why not, you know what I'm saying, go, go, go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Go hard, you know, mm-hmm. give it all I got. I think it's important what you said, uh, well, your dad asking you, do you want to come work out? And you're like, nah, I'm going to sleep in. But he didn't. He never forced you, right? Nah, he never forced me. He was like, he's going to get it done regardless. You know what I'm saying? And whatever whatever he did, he went full-fledged with what he was doing. Right. And then that just, when, when y'all see me on Instagram, you know, motivating and whatnot, <clears throat> it's just like I'm trying to put y'all on to, like, the teachings of, like, my dad. I'm trying to show the world, like, my upbringings and, like, what made me into a better person. I'm trying to pass on what my dad taught me to the rest of the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just a living image of that. So I know you, your dad is definitely the biggest influence on your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you would say you're probably trying to be your dad in, in try- a way. I'm trying to be not my dad. I'm trying to be better than my dad. Better. So I'm trying to oh, raise Because that's the foundation that he yeah. set for you. And he's always told me, to the new and improved, like mm-hmm. get the new and improved, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to raise the bar for me and my family and for others. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Set that tone for the Addison name. Yes. And I guess that's another reason why you see me on my Instagram going crazy and just motivating people. And like, you know, you do talk about me making others uncomfortable and whatnot. I don't know what it is. It's probably my energy. I come with that. I feel like I come with that well, energy, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people make themselves uncomfortable. For me, personally, I can speak for myself. If I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to feel uncomfortable in my own skin, mm. right? So when you see someone who's driven and they're constantly reminding you, oh, shit, I'm not doing what I need to do, it makes you uncomfortable. It's, it's not as so much what you're doing. It's how they feel about what you're doing. I'm sure someone who's taking care of all their business looks at you and is like, oh, my God. Finally, someone who I, who I, you know what I mean? It's compatible. Yeah, yeah but, and I don't, I don't think it's in a negative way. People just be like, damn, I wish I was that driven. Because we all wish we were that driven. Mm-hmm. And those type of people are going to keep watching your videos. Yes. Because I feel like that's, I was telling you this earlier with uh, social media, we got to do, I, when we ran this morning, I told Nick, we're going to have to run in there. Um rain, sleet, or snow. And Nick was like, no, nah, I'm not going to run with my hair. I just got it done. Uh-huh. So I said, Nick, let me tell you something. People want to be you. When you start running in the snow, they'll be like, oh, now they're going to follow you more. They're going to watch more of your content because you're different. 
mm-hmm. and they want to be you in that phase. So with E, um, motivate people and them feeling bad. Yeah. I feel like they want to be where E is at or be around E, but they just not or they just like, in, how, yeah, like, or like they just like, how the fuck is he doing this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so and those that know me is like, damn, you know, he's really doing this. Like, like Nick was saying, you know what I'm saying? Um, I would assume. I mean, I've never experienced anything like that, but I would assume your father's untimely passing had something to do with just the tunnel vision you have right now. Am I incorrect in saying that? Re- repeat that again. Your father's untimely passing mm-hmm. probably kicked you into a different gear. You said you were already coming to that mindset, but when that happened, I'm sure a different oh. burden was placed on your shoulders. No, nah, not a different burden. I feel like just more. I feel like I just put more pressure on myself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh shit, like, you know, that's the man. That's the man in the house. That's yes. the man of family. You know what I'm saying? That, so me, that's the realest dude out. That was the realest dude out there. Still is. You know what I'm saying? And that was that guy. So it's like, oh shit, like. Mm-hmm. Who is it on now? Mm-hmm. Like who who's who's the rest of the family gonna look up to now? Like or like the rest of my peers or who am I gonna look up to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked down and you know, and my dad, you know, wasn't moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? I went to the morgue and I saw him. I was like, it's on me. And then I was like, all right, I gotta keep this shit going. Like, you know, when like like that's why I said I gotta keep this shit going. And then everything with Nipsey what Nipsey Hustle says and like Davies and like all these rappers and people say, like, it's on like the marathon continues. Like, I got to carry this shit on. And my dad told me that. And I was like, all right, time for me to carry on what my dad told me. I got to step up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no more bullshit, no more games. Like, it's, it's like I just said, it's on me. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's rock. If you don't mind me asking, what happened to your dad? Um, well, his past, I, 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 his past caught up to him. And that's why he told, he told me the things he did. And that's why I'm the way I am. And that's when people ask me, oh, why you don't do this and that? Da, da, da. It's because you know what I'm saying. Specify what that is. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna go into too much detail. detail. My, my dad was just you know what I'm saying something bad in his past called up to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of feel weird shit. Like I don't want to put too much too of much his, out there of, we of his that. business mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. But he had like some. So long story short, my dad was healthy and whatnot. So then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I gotta get these tests. This is senior, so I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay. He's like, oh, I got to fast. I got to check on my liver. Liver, and I don't know what's called endoscopy, whatever the case may be, whatever Endoscopy. Yeah, yeah. So you have to fast, and he was doing all these things. He's like, all right, I got to take these pills. He was on medication. And my dad, bro, never went to the hospital for all my life for nothing like this. Had mm-hmm. no procedures. So it's like, you know, it's something, it's something different. When you see a healthy man, you know what I'm saying, always takes care of himself. Then he goes to the hospital, has this, whatever you got to do. It's like, what the fuck is going on? So... I know it's like my dad just started changing a bit, like losing weight. Um, just wasn't as active as he was before. And then he told me what he had, so he just had to take care of it. And that's why the medication and all that. But the medication obviously wasn't working because it was like months was flying by and my dad wasn't getting any better mm. with this medication, with the condition that he was diagnosed with. So it's like, all right, like, I can see that you're not getting better, but the doctor keeps on giving you this medication that's supposedly supposed to help, help you this out. Thing. Yeah. And like as as men, we're kind of stubborn into certain things. You know what I'm saying? It's like right, I'm gonna toughen it out. Very yeah, stubborn. You know, yeah. It actually scares me sometimes of how stubborn I am when it comes to my health. Exactly. And you know, bro, it's from January and he's not getting better, and it's already like in May. So, you know, 
Um, damn, like we're going back memory lane. So, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take your time, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So then he just, all of a sudden, he just got re- very unhealthy. Then when I saw him, I, I used to see him every day. He used to pick me up, and we used to talk every day. We used to see each other every day. So I didn't see him for a full month. Mm. So when I saw him, he got, like, really skinny, you know what I'm saying? Eyes were yellow. I was like, mm. I got scared, you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, you need to go to the hospital, like, now. And he took my advice. You know, he always respected my advice. Mm. And that goes, I want to tell people this, like, no matter the age, you got to give respect and, like, make sure you listen to people. Like, people be like, oh, I'm older than you. Da, da, da. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, my dad, even when I was a youngin', like, he respected my opinion and he valued it. Valued it you know and you saying? can see that in your personality. You feel like your word matters. Me mm-hmm. and Malcolm were talking about a book yesterday um, last week called The Four Agreements. And I feel like what your dad did by showing you the respect as a man from a young age, prepared you to be a man because you already had that agreement that I'm a man. My word matters. I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. I know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And some people, their parents probably shit on them. Like, shut the fuck up. Don't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. And now they're 25. And they, they <laughs> face in the real world and they feel like their word doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, they don't, and they don't stand up for themselves and they don't speak. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. But going back to the story, I told him go to the hospital. He was in the hospital for a week. Um, It was... It was already too late. The medication obviously was working. It was stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and then, you know, he was weak in the hospital. It was it was rough those 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 days, you know what I'm saying? No one knew what I was going through in high school. No one knew. No, you know, I, I didn't what, know. What grade? This was my senior year. We're about to graduate. <laughs> and that's supposed to be your best one. year, and you're dealing with a nah, lot. No, yeah. Like, I told you, like, my dad was with me all the time. So you go from seeing him all the time to less and less seeing him, and then a full month not seeing him. Imagine you see someone every day, then you see them for a full month because they're like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm just tired. Da, 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 da. Couldn't and, imagine. And then he called, and then my mom's like, you know, you need to go see your pops. And I was like, all right. And the funny thing is that when I, when I scheduled a date, and we was we went to go do laundry. So when I scheduled a date to do laundry, when we scheduled a date, right after school, I went to the gym, I forgot. <laughs> so, <Word>. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is so wrong with you, I went, you monster? I, I, went, I went to the gym, and I forgot. And he calls me, like, yo, where you at? And I'm like, oh, shit, all right. So after my second set, I just left the gym. I was like, all right, you know, I got to be there. That's my dad. I got to yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. So I ran. I ran to his crib. Then I saw him. I got mad scared because it's like, you know, a healthy, like, it's like you see Malcolm right now, you know, nice, built, and fit. And then you see him, like, probably, like, how much you weigh right now? 190. So you see him, like, 130. Scary. Yeah. Scary, you know what I'm saying? Like, his eyes, his eyes color change, all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He looks completely different. And that's why I saw my dad. And... We did laundry. We had a talk to help him with laundry. Um, and that was it. I saw him in the hospital. They said he had pancreatic stage four cancer, like I said. And he was a weekend and then he went to hospice. Like he couldn't there was a option to do surgery, but if he did surgery, it was right, his body was weak. Yeah. Yeah. And they was says, nah, we're not I'm not gonna have him like die on the operation table yeah. or whatnot. So so then he went to hospice and then um I thought about staying with him in the in the in the bed, you know what I'm saying? I thought because it was only one day he was in the hospice, bro. So I thought about staying with him overnight, and then I was like, "All right, Dad, I'll see you tomorrow." But when I left the hospice, when I left him, I felt weird. Like my dad wasn't saying much. I just felt strange. I had this strange feeling inside me. I was like, "All right, nah, something's off." So I was like, "Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow." But when I left, I felt mad uncomfortable when I left the hospice, and then my mom woke me up. You know what I'm saying? Early that morning, like. 
you know, and I was like, oh shit. And then we went to go pick up our, I went to go pick up my yearbook that same day and I left. <sighs> but then, yeah, he, yeah, he, he died like four in the morning later that day, like later, yeah, the next day. How, how did that affect you when you heard that news? I'm guessing you were kind of expecting it, so it probably didn't hit as hard, or did it hit? No, just- I, I didn't expect it, but I expected it because, like I said, when I left the hospice, I, I, I felt off. You know what I'm saying? I had that, like I said, energy don't lie, mm-hmm. and I talk about this energy don't lie. So when I left, I was like, see tomorrow, and he didn't really say much. He couldn't really say much. He was just in pain and whatnot. And he wasn't talking like that because he couldn't breathe like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Then I then when I woke up, I was like, you know, just like just like that pause, you know, you had that pause and I was just in a whole different phase at that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, my everything, my father, like my like I thought my dad was gonna live with me to like for, for I mean, not not forever but for a long time. I thought if he would have died, it would have been natural causes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My dad had more life to him. You know what I'm saying? He was young, you know what I'm saying? He had more life. It was just like I didn't expect it to go down like that. I always thought back in my head, as weird as it sounds, that my dad was going to die of natural causes and, and that I was going to be the one wiping his ass in the future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. Like that. absolutely. So when it happened like that, I was like, oh, shit. You know, I, went, I, I ran. I went outside. I got on my knees. I looked to the sky. I prayed. As soon as, you know, my mom woke me up and I just, I was just like speechless. You know what I'm saying? As I'm, to- I'm like frozen. And I went to go pick up my yearbook and... I was so Glover, I, I was crying. He hugged me real quick. I ran, got my yearbook, and I left, and I went straight to the morgue. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then as I'm going through my yearbook, I see my dad. Really? Yeah. As I'm going through the yearbook, I see a picture of my dad in there. And it was spooky shit. Spooky shit. Spooky that was shit. fucking heartbreaking. Was that the first, like, close loss you've experienced in your life? That was the first, that was the first, that was the first L. I call mm. that L. Mm. That was the first major L in my life. And then from then on, Life just got, it was weird because after my dad's death in 2015, life got really strange. A lot, like all these traumatic experiences started happening, all like the roller coaster of life started happening. You know what I'm saying? People mm. in my family started dying. All these, like a lot of negativity in the world started happening. And mm. then, like, look at where we at now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was just a lot of weird shit was going on after my dad passed. That shit probably callous the fuck out of you, though. Like all those experiences back to back. Yeah, cause it it didn't stop after 2015. It didn't stop. I think 20. Yeah, it didn't stop, and it's still going. You know what I'm saying? It didn't stop. Yeah. I, I mean, life, feel like, I feel like life got ri- like I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of life events <laughs> happened after my dad's stuff. It's weird, bro. Like, like, bro, what we going through? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you know, no, and then my, my my college experience and all that stuff. Like, it just got real, real after yeah. he passed. And it yeah. wasn't happening like that before. Like, you know, I was going through my many phases, but my dad was there, and it would, like, kind of balance things yeah. out. Yeah. And we will have our talks. But then, like, when he left, and, like, all this negativity and all this bullshit started happening in my life and just in life in general in this mm. world, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? But, yeah, that's that's kind of the, the story of... The story is long. Like, I don't want to, you know Yeah, no, absolutely. So how, how, how are you turning that into a positive? Like, what I went through in my past. Yes, yes. And everything else. Everything. How are you turning that into 10 years, 20 years from now, Big E is who he is. And I'm sure. And who he will be. Yeah, who he will be because of what happened. I just know that, 
you know, yeah, my dad's my dad's not here physically, but I know spiritually he's always gonna be there and watching over me. Nice. And I know, you know, what I'm saying I just gotta keep a positive outlook. Like I'm living. I had a I had a father for 17 and a half years. Like yes. I'm blessed. I had an amazing figure in my life. So I'm blessed. You know, what I'm saying to be able to have such a figure in my life. Um, and I'm just gonna he's just gonna live through me. Like he lives through my heart. So it's like. Yeah, he's not here, but he's here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he's with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm carrying him. So when you when you look at me, you see him. Mm. And when I'm doing what I got to do and when I'm handling my business, like, I see him. Like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? When I do these goofy jokes and wear my shirt <laughs> off and I don't realize it, I'm like, yo, that's what my, my dad used to hey, do. Hey, that was a goofy guy? Yeah. Funny guy? Goofy guy, bro. He used to have some corny ass jokes and I do the same Let's shit. Let's hear one. Let's hear one. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How just, many eggs does like, it take nah, to fill a basket? Just like how how I fuck around with y'all, or like yeah, you know, yeah, have yeah. those goofy goofy chats, or like you know a little sarcasm here and there, or like mm -hmm. you know saying cut ass, the same shit my dad used to do. And we used to like cut ass in each other and all that. So like when I do shit like that, it just reminds me of my dad. And I see him, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy how much young men become like their fathers, and honestly, it, they don't even have to be around their fathers that much. I mean, yeah, you had a close relationship with your dad. Yeah, it's weird, man. The little things, man. I feel like you know, I'm like, oh shit, my dad's this. Oh shit, I look like my dad. Oh shit, what the? F you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not yet. I'm putting all the pieces together, and what I'm doing, like my dad used to do, but I'm doing it. I'm trying to do it on another level. Yeah. Raise, like I said, you got to raise the bar. Raise the bar. Yeah. By the way, he has a baby face under this beard. I just have to let people know. <laughs> you I too. Miss your, I miss your real you, face. Me boss. too. What? <laughs> That's Nick for you. It's Nick's two for two right a, now. I had a baby face and I had a goatee and then the beard just came and I was like, yeah, I'm going to let it ride. The beard Man, fits you though. It's weird. It fits you. Yeah. It's like, I went through entire high school with you. You never had a beard for the most time. Nah, yeah, Going I, through college, you never had a beard. Nah, I had a goatee. Mm -hmm. I think the first time I seen you with a beard was like two months ago, and it just fits. It was just like, oh, this is this mm -hmm. is this is what it is. And to be honest with you, for anyone out there, like if whatever hairstyle you want to do, just do it. Like don't give a fuck about other people's nah. opinions. That's, that's, that's bad advice, my, E. No, I don't. There's no, some niggas out here that be wild. I see a nigga with a reverse mohawk. So <laughs> sometimes you gotta just learn how to not give a fuck, man. Like that's what makes fact. You know, what I'm saying people don't. Some people don't like my beard. You know, my mom be like, "Oh, cut that shit." Oh, that's that's a yeah. mother thing. My mom tried to give me a no. thousand dollars to cut my beard. Yeah, a thousand. Or some or some <laughs> or some, or some girls probably thinking, "Oh, he should cut the beard." Fuck you. I look beautiful. Yeah. Like, I look as beautiful. long as you keep it clean, you valid. Yeah, nah, yeah, exactly, man. And they'll appreciate your beard right, in some so different ways. Too much of beard. We need to learn the beard tips for the people that are struggling to grow beard. The beard, bro, honestly, beard it just tips? you just got to... Me, what I did, like, I just... Like, when you see it coming in, you just shit. Like, I don't know. You got a beard, so yeah, if yeah. someone's trying to get a beard, you just got to, like, shave it, yeah. let it grow until it gets its fullest. And when you think it's got... When you think it's, like, topped off, and it's not as full yet. If it's not as full to you, you gotta shave it again. That's it. Okay. And then like that's the, the whole maintenance shit is a whole nother story. But I don't, I don't, I didn't take no beard growth or okay. nothing like that. But what's the maintenance to keep it up? Um, so, so a beard wash. I use like a shea shea moisture, shea moisture butter. Shea moisture for men. Yeah. Shea moisture for men. Yeah, it has okay. a beard kit. And I used to use that too. It has a beard wash. Has a beard balm and a beard uh beard conditioner and a beard oil, but I don't use beard balm. I, I hate the beard balm. It gives it like a weird like yeah. kind of thickness to it. I don't like it, it at all. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's I, I it's like grease. It's like grease. It, it, it makes it thick and matty. I don't know. Nah, yeah, I use a beard wash and a beard conditioner and okay. then a beard oil. 
So just to keep it moisturized and whatnot. And then obviously the beer wash is to clean it. You know what I'm saying? The best thing to use is vitamin E oil. Not oh, that no. you need any growth, but if you're like trying to get some I good know, growth, yeah. vitamin E oil works perfectly. I, I never use vitamin E never oil. Use vitamin nah. E. It smells good too. You want to smell my beard? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Malcolm earlier. He wanted to smell my beard, and he nah. put his. He tried to smell it. No, now, now the only reason why I did that because the castor oil stink. The cast. You ever? Yeah, I use castor oil. Yeah, castor oil yeah. ain't bad. Plain castor like oil smoke. smells bad. You gotta get like smoke. You gotta get the scented ones. Yeah. You gotta get coconut. I castor remember oil. him talking about this after the workout. He's like, castor oil smells like tobacco. Tobacco. Yeah, tobacco. Yeah, you gotta get. You gotta get the good ones, brother. Yeah. Get you a nice little Jamaican joint, and she'll That's take care of you. Oh, oh okay. Jamaican joint. The Jamaican product. This guy's crazy. Um. So, you're a trainer. I call you the best trainer in New York City. Yeah, striving to be. But now you are, it. you I are. But 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 I don't even want to say that because you're working to be that, right? You definitely feel like that's something you want to accomplish. No, no, like we're not yeah, be, I think, exaggerating. I think what I want to accomplish is be the best trainer that I could be. Fuck being the right. best trainer out of New Fuck all that shit. Like I want to be the best trainer that I could be. I want to be the best man that I could be. That's more importantly. You know what I'm saying? Number one, when you get on Instagram, be honest with me. You be throwing some shots at some trainers. Um, playful competition, good competition. Play, I guess it's playful. I'm not throwing no shots at nobody. I'm just making it known. You know what I'm uh, saying? I'm just speaking what's what's out there. I speak the truth. So maybe you could say, and I leave it what the way I talk. I leave it as you take you take it how you want. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk my shit. You take it how you take it how you want. If the shoe fits you, or if you feel like it's a shot to you, or you feel like I'm taking shots to train, so be it. I'm gonna just talk the truth. I hate people that do that. Yeah, you see, when the, when, you, if the shoe fits it, you wear it. Nah, you bought you, that shoe for nah, somebody. You no, no, no. Like you figure it out. I'm gonna talk the truth from what I'm seeing of society and of this of everyone. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yes. call out bullshit. Perfect. That's I'm gonna what call, E does. If you I'm, don't follow E, that's what E is. I'm gonna call on. out bullshit. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna just call out the real shit. I'm gonna just speak it out in the air. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna study. Yeah, I'm gonna play the background a little bit. Observe. Okay. This is what I see, and then when I, and then when I see some funny show, when I see some good show, I'm gonna speak out on it. Okay, so exact, and this is a question I want to add to. You. So we're podcasters, right? We right. we view ourselves as podcasters. Okay, we run a, a, across a bunch of podcasts every day, every week. Okay, and personally, we hate some of these motherfuckers because we just look at them, and I know hating is not the right thing. No one no, should yeah, hate, yeah. but let's be honest, we all hate. Can we agree to that? Or you yeah, have no we, hate in you? I mean. Okay. Or dislike, however you want to put it. It's like, it's pretty, it, okay, it's just a natural thing for you sometimes to come across that thing of hate, right? Like, yeah. But you got to learn how not to hate. You got to get rid yes, of it. Yes, absolutely. It hits you. Absolutely. Of course, you absolutely. have those thoughts like, oh, what the fuck? Get the fuck. You get that, you get that little mental voice, but you got to learn how to get rid of it and just be be graceful, man. That's mm. it. And just don't hate. Like, use that shit as motivation. That's it. I no, mean, don't I judge think... nobody. Try not to judge, you know? Um... We talked about this on the lab pot on like two podcasts ago. Yeah, when when you hate someone like that, when you not envy, but when you when you get a little jealous of motherfuckers, it is motivation to yeah, you know I mean, to who you want to be. But I ask you this question because I know you. It's a lot of things that you hate in the training game, right? You got into the training game, you loved it, that's why you did it, and now you're looking at certain people doing certain things, whatever it may be, and you just hate that part of what they're doing. How do you how do you deal with that? I just don't do what the fuck they do. I just be Ethan. You know what I'm saying? I okay. keep it real. I keep it true. 
You know? I like that. Keep it and real. And fuck them chill. niggas, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't care what they got going. I'm not focused on, on other people. I'm just focused on me and becoming the best trainer I could be and making sure I'm keeping it real and authentic. You know what I'm saying? Give me that real experience. Tell me one thing you hate about the training game. One thing. Just one thing. About tr- the training game? About yeah, the something that you, yeah, you don't like I mean, it. some people, some people just playing out sometimes just faking it. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll put you through stuff that I never did. Yep. You know? That's mm-hmm. true. Or just like, they're not really, they're not really, they don't have their best intentions. They don't have the best intentions for you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these trainers, a lot of trainers are just for the buck, man, or don't really give a shit about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or putting you through some bullshit ass workouts, bro. Man, I so I work out at Blink Fitness. It's like five minutes from here. They literally have trainers, bro. First of all, this is not really a gym that you could train people at. It's I mean, like a I planet tra- fitness kind of thing. No, I mean I mean I'm different. So I'm di- <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm different, but I train, I train, that was my first training game at Blink Fitness. I was there for a year. But we know how you get down, right? Some of these trainers have motherfuckers on the tricep shit. They do 10 reps and the trainer's there on his phone. And the motherfucker is just waiting for the trainer to do. Then they do another set. It's like, yo, what are we doing here, bro? Right, 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 right. You could have did that by yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see, like, they don't really give a shit. That's what I mean. That's the shit. Yeah. At least if you... Sometimes not everyone needs to do a superset or it's just got to be one workout at a time you're going to rest because that's what the client needs. So maybe at the train, you're just there for moral support for that dude. And that's why he paying you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For that for that moral support. So, but be on your phone, man, not showing that you care. Nah, that's that's disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, why, that's why I don't like out this training shit. How'd you get involved with training? Um, so, when did it start? Oh, okay. My- this, is, this is a good story. So... Talking about my fa- my father, right? So he used to work out all the time, and people yeah. were like, "Yo, why, why, why don't you um work out?" And I was just like, "I don't know." Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and when I did used to work out, I used to do like five. I used to do like two sets of five push ups. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like let's say that's why you were skinny like two, that in high yeah, school. Two sets of five, or like you know, do a little bullshit on my dad, like one set, <laughs> and go to school. Because I used to work out before. In middle school, I used to work out before I went to class, like a little light mm. workout. Okay, but and still. Then, yeah. Kids aren't doing that at and then, all. But, like, my dad was nice and built and fit, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't training with him. And people were like, yo, why are you not working? I was just like, I don't know. It just wasn't in me Yeah. at the time. And then, boom. So I was like, yo, I want to play football. I always wanted to play football. Excellent. So then when I got in the weight room, and I realized, oh shit, all these motherfuckers is big, strong, you know what I'm saying? Told like, you know, like toned up. Oh shit. Like I'm really fucking weak. Like I'm not that guy that I thought I was. You know, I'm always I always had that confidence in me, but reality hit where it's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not that, you know what I'm saying? You were seeing Big Nick on the squat rack. <laughs> I didn't even see Big Nick back you then. You were seeing Big Nick on the squat yeah. rack, got insecure, like, nah. God damn. Nah. This dude's an animal. Yeah, and when I realized I was fucking weak as shit, you know what I'm saying? And that that guy, that shit, and I was like, I need to get this training right. And then when football, when I, I knew that if I wanted to be a great football player or mm-hmm. be the best football player I could be, I needed to work out like a beast. Yes. That's what kicked it, football. Okay, so football then, started then, it. Yeah, once I got the rule awakening in the weight room, that I was like, oh, shit, I was benching the bar. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, shit, I was benching five. I'm like, yo, I'm not that fucking strong. And then I was, that shit, I was like, but I like this feeling, man. Like, it humbled the shit out of me. Like, mm-hmm. all right, next day, let's get right. All right, next day, let's get let's get even better. Because, you know what, we're only going up from here. Yeah, I'm in the bar of five, but soon be bar of ten. They always had, like, these, these mini goals, man. Like, all right, let's do... 
Let's do 25 pound plates. Okay. And once I got that, 35 pound plates. And let's do a plate. You know what I'm saying? And let's just go from there. Let's go to the top. And I'm you not fell in love with that feeling. Yeah, but it was football that kicked it. When I when I realized, all right, this is what it takes for me to be a great football player. Like, all right, I'm all in. Okay. And well, then I started going in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When did you join the football team at Fort Hamilton? Um, Sophomore year. Sophomore. I feel like I do remember when you joined the team. I feel like we joined the team at the same time because that's when I started playing sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. I don't me remember. and Obev, you you remember? I don't, I don't. I don't remember you myself. And you, I, don't. I don't remember you either. I remember. You know that. why? You know why I think I remember you? Because I remember it was like two or three motherfuckers just benching the bar. And I'm like, who is these niggas? <laughs> yo, get, yo, get these niggas out of the gym. Yeah, <laughs> and that's one thing about me. I didn't give a fuck how I look. I just worked. You know what I'm saying? I don't go like when work working out. Better. When I'm working out, like you see what he thinking. I don't give a fuck who I was looking. I don't give a fuck who's judging me. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because who are you to judge? And like, bro, I'm just working out. I'm working out for me. I ain't working out for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to impress you. Mm-hmm. you know? I feel like that's I'm a- not in no competition. My fault. I'm not in no competition yes. with no one when I get in the gym. I'm in competition with myself. Mm-hmm. Everyone, in the, everyone got these egos in these gyms yes, and shit. Brother. Fuck out of here with the ego. Who you think you are? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let me see what you're about. Come to the football field real fast. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Let me mm-hmm. see if you can put that, you know, to the test. That, that pain Yeah. That's all it's about. Well, let me see if it's like you could translate it to real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you. All right, let's see what you're about outside of this too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a great mindset to have because a lot of people are they do get insecure when they go to the gym, and you know what I mean. They that's why these pussy ass gyms. What, what's a gym where you can't grunt in? It's, what's it's, it's just all these commercial gyms got all, all these commercial gyms. Man, got that got that aura to them. You feel it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you feel it like. You're like, oh, they're going to judge me for doing this workout. Oh, yes, like, they're trying it, to be in competition yes, with me. Oh, yes. It's like, bro, when you leave here, you're the same dude you were as when you got out. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go to my crib. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to remember you for what you did in the gym today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for me. I'm going to make my imprint, and I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. When you go to the gym and you see a bad female, how much time mm-hmm. do you spend staring at her? Oh, nah. I try not to do that. I try to use it as like a, a learning experience for me. Like, all right, let's stay focused, E. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that's because okay. it's like temptations of it's like temptations <clears throat> of life. Like I'm mm-hmm. working out, and I use it as a test for me. All right, she's there. How am I gonna react? Am I gonna like get on focus? Cause she here, I'm gonna d- really dial in. It, it is harder for me to focus when a bad female is natural. You know what I'm saying? I want to give in and look, 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 get a little distracted. But I'm like, yo, e focus, or it could throw you off your workout. Now, nah, now I gotta work harder and really exactly. like stay concentrated. I usually. So, yeah. I usually throw in an extra 45 and start making mad noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the type. Like, uh, <laughs> 300. But 301. It may, 307. But it may make you like, oh, shit, let's go a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But women, saying. women at the gym know what they be doing, bro. Nah, they, they just no, need to work no, out. No, they, no, no, listen. They, listen. they want to be comfortable in what they wear and they there to work out. I don't think ladies are there to... I don't know what ladies you see at the gym, but, I, but what I see at the gym is... Gymshark is hot. You know Gymshark, right? Gymshark apparel is hot, right? Malcolm. So they wear comfortable gym athletic wear, and they go work out. You are sadly mistaken if you don't think beautiful, fit women don't wear outfits to garner attention when they go to the gym. Nick, you I would are like sadly to work mistaken. out with no shirt on and short shorts. For what? To feel Because the look in the mirror. and have, Are you a woman? Less, I'm not a woman. What I'm saying as a man, a woman, you saying she's wearing short shorts and just the the... Top or right? a bra, sometimes the bra, right? But ew, you like to work out with no shirt on? If you was, if you was able to go to the gym, work out with no shirt on, shirt on, would you be valid doing that? 
Yeah, I did it before. Do you, exactly. do you think some women dress a certain way to garner a little bit of attention? Uh, it, it, we don't know, but I think yes. Nick has a point, and you have a point. Like there's truth. Yeah, I don't both, think both. all. Yeah, I don't think all women yeah. do it, but you could definitely see the girls that are lollygagging and hell yeah. looking yeah, to see that's who's like a looking. Small percentage then. But but Nick has a point, and you have a point too. Like some of them, yeah, they're just going. But some of them, you know, saying doing certain shit for like, you know, what I'm saying yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to be our consultant when we have arguments. Just tell us we're both right. Uh, <laughs> we do you train that. women? Yeah, I train women. You do? Yeah, I'm not just one sided with the no, fuck. No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> Yo, that's, this dude is crazy. Is there a difference? It's like, yo, you do you yo, train? Yo, he's trying to put you yo, up, yo. He's trying to get you. No, me ma- too. Yo, let's go. Nah. Gym too, nigga. I ain't seen no, no woman on the gram yet. So no, nah, I do. I do. You just I've seen a, this week you were yeah, training some I young train, lady. I train some women. You know, okay. You know, and some ladies are, are I think, I don't train as much ladies, you know what I'm saying, as, as a much, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But some ladies just are scared, I think, yeah. in my opinion. I think they're a little like, oh shit, like I don't know if I could work out Ethan or it's it's just too intense for me. Jeez, my working out ain't for my my I know my coach ain't for everybody. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's a key and it's not for that. I'm not trying to train a hundred people that are just gonna give me I have bullshit. Yeah. I'd rather train if it's just me only training y'all two and y'all two go hard. Y'all two one of my best like people that mm-hmm. I train, my best clientele. You yeah. hear that? You know what I'm saying? I'd rather train two quality dudes that are with it to grind or whatever, two quality people than like 50 people that's just going to give me, uh, or like they don't want to get pushed like that. Nah. Where where does the Nick and Marshall rank on your um look forward to train these motherfuckers list? Top. Number one? Yeah. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. That's all I'm saying. But is it? Yeah, I look forward when when, 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 when we link up. It's like, all right, like, Let's go. Like, I'm willing. All right, I got to get these dudes right. You know what I'm saying? They got coming with that energy. I like it. I enjoy it. You ready to I work? Ready. Yeah. And exactly. you can tell we ready to work. We do this on purpose. We try to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Minutes before yeah, yeah. Start warming up in front of the yeah, building I, so he yeah. know what time it is. Yeah, like, it's like, it's exciting for me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it motivates me to work out even harder. Come up with more creative workouts for myself so I can pass down on y'all. So, yeah. Y'all, t- y'all, y'all like top one. Or top one. Yeah. There we go. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Y'all hear that. Y'all hear that. Just to kill the trainer, talk a little bit. Who are some of the trainers that you look up to? Not look up to. Who do you think is is killing the game right now? Give me like two or three like guys. Tra- like, all right. I just have a select few. Like, obviously, I try to. I don't really look into what everyone else is doing. Right. But Joe Anderson is a dude that highly inspires me. With Joe Anderson. Yeah. Who's that? I'm gonna okay. hate on Joe Anderson before you speak highly about him. I uh, hate on Joe Anderson. I'm sorry. I just had to say this. Okay. Out okay. So I hate on, I hate Joe Anderson. That was the NFL player, right? Right. That was a, yeah. He's a ex NFL. Yeah. Ex NFL. Maybe still. Yeah. Joe Anderson does. Yes. He puts in that work. 100. He puts in that paint. 100. percent But my reason being is it just shows that no matter how hard you work. Football is not just based off of weight room and working hard. It's really off of a talent and skill. And that's what bothers me a little bit about him is, yo, I'm going back to the league. I'm going back to the league. And you had your shot. He even was outside of a stadium with a, a cardboard marker like, oh, okay. I'll, I'm here I'll practice for free or whatever. And oh, that's that dude? Yes. And he got on a team and then didn't make it. So that just bothered me. I'm like, all right. You, Bro, all that. Nah, nah, nah. Because if you look at his tape, if you look at his highlight tape, and if you look at his tape and what he did, bro, he was that dude. I, it's, it's more of politics, and a lot of people know NFL is a lot of politics because there's a lot of dudes, you know what I'm saying, that should be in the league that they're not or should like be who? getting. Or 
Just football, when you get in the high level, it's politics, bro, after college and, and NFL. I think it's politics for the low-level dudes who people don't really need. Like, I think, for example, I think a team would rather – he's 31 years old. They would rather take an undrafted rookie yeah. agent instead of him, and, even though they might be the same. But if he was really making a difference, he would be. But on the it's it's politics because he do the, he like if you look at his tape and his film and the way he work, he should be on an NFL team and he's That's nice, bro. It's just politics at the end of the day because some people in the league, you know, what I'm saying they should be getting a better shot than they should. But it's just politics. Maybe they don't want to have that image yet, or they don't want to do like that on the team yet because it may bring down their rep or what the case may be. There's a whole bunch of bullshit behind it. There's a whole bunch of bogus behind it. He actually plays, in, this, thing, he plays thing in the with, CFL right I now. I mean, though. this is a whole different level. Look at the thing with Colin, Colin Kaepernick could play. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That's a whole different level, though. But that's real yeah, politics, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, but that's... it's still the concept. Okay. It's still the same principle, just on a different level. It's still the same principle. All right. Because there's dudes, there's dudes like that, you know what I'm saying? All over. All over. And then I get Because maybe they're just not... The NFL's like, nah, nah, nah. If this dude comes in, he's probably going to change the way, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And Jordan has that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think. And mm. that, and he, he so deserves let's hear it. He deserves to be in the in the league to me. <clears throat> but There's a lot of people I know that deserve to be in the league. Why is he a top trainer? Why do you look up okay. to him? Okay. So going back to that point, you said it. He puts in fucking pain. Yeah, it, and like you could feel his energy. 100%. You could feel his aura. 100%. You know what I'm saying? He like It's like his workouts is like, oh shit, like. Like he says that dog mentality. It's like, oh shoot, and he reminds me of me just on a on a higher level. He's mm-hmm. on a higher level than me, and that motivates the shit out of me. He reminds me, like I said, we have this. It's like we have similar like backgrounds. He went through bullshit with like the NFL. I went through bullshit with my football career. You know yes. what I'm saying? But we're we're two dudes that similar. We both bust our fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? Really work hard, and people know what we're about. It's just sometimes we're not giving that shot opportunity because of some bogus, man, mm-hmm. and some of this fake shit. And that's what I'm telling you. And that if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, he had this. But he did his thing, man. And when I, I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So, but, like, he really fucking, like, does this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and his work, like I said, his work is just crazy, bro. Yeah, it definitely is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yo, I want I want to train like that. Like, it's different. Like, it's, like, he's on it. It's way different from the rest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's on his own category with the shit. I'm done saying 100%. You know what I'm yes. saying? He's on, that's that's why I look up to him a lot. And we relate. You know what I'm saying? It's just the relatable levels of it. Like, I have Dave, Davies had on Survival. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big Davies fan because I could relate to it and I could feel it. You know what I'm saying? When I heard it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this, that shit. Mm-hmm. This, that real shit. And then, like, when you can relate to it, too, it's even better. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you know where they're coming from. So that's why Joe Anderson's like one of the. I think he's my most influential trainer. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Other than that, I don't really, I don't really got too much like trainers that are like. Oh, I think it's him. Um, I have like a few on my Instagram. I'm gonna pull up like Ebenezer, Sammy, Sammy. Uh, I forgot his name. I have a few on my Instagram, but if we're talking about trainers, it's Joe Anderson. Joe you know, that's yeah. the top guy. Yeah. The Franco's a very Joe. The Franco's a very knowledgeable dude. I've heard that name before, Joe DeFranco. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of like workout concepts and the techniques from him and whatnot, and a lot of knowledge from him. He's very knowledgeable with this working mm-hmm. out stuff. Okay. Pretty good with that. I train a lot of NFL dudes, college, you name it. So him, but top of the list got to be Joe Anderson. Like that's that's all that comes to my head when you think. That's all that comes to my head. Shout I have a Joe lot Anderson. of training. Yeah, I have a lot of trainers that I look up to sure. and that I learn from and yeah. that motivate me. But do you study this trading game? Like, do you read books, listen to audiobooks? How how tra- much of a student of the game are you? 
it's every day I'm a student. I, I'm not. I'm never gonna stop being a student. You know what I'm saying? I'm a student first. Of course, I gotta. I gotta be in my p's and q's with this shit. I gotta learn. I gotta be humble with it. You know what I'm saying? Because this fitness game is always evolving. It's like technology in a Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Technology is always growing and evolving. Fitness is one of the fastest, like, um, it's, it's always a quick turnaround. You can't be doing the same shit you was doing a year ago. Yeah. Like, I remember when we first started training with you, two weeks into, he's like, yo, we got to switch it up. I just learned this new thing. And that just gives the people who you're training so much confidence in you that, oh, this motherfucker is doing right. his you gotta, research. You got to be innovative. You know what I'm saying? You got to come mm-hmm. up with new techniques, new workouts. Because like Malik said, let's bring it back to the top. Got to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you got to stay consistent. You got to say, sometimes you got to be doing the same shit three weeks, four weeks, or maybe even longer. Just build that foundation and so your body can adapt. But once it adapts... You know what I'm saying? Fully adapts. Now it's time to shock the body again for growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that's what anything in life. You know what I'm saying? If I keep on staying in kindergarten, learning kindergarten shit, where am I going to go? Stay in kindergarten. That's why in school, schools, school and fitness is the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Kindergarten. That's... Then you take the test. You learn what you have to do. All right, first grade now. Not so old. But it's still the same little principles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's still the same principles. Addition, subtraction multiplication they follow ways. on they just get harder so yep. based on that analogy where you at right now with with uh like with the training shit where you at you a senior in high school you in junior high you in college where i'm you not at? even i'm literally just getting started if you so want you're to in I'm kindergarten not, i'm yo like <laughs> shout out oh yeah it's <laughs> funny the way you say it that's yeah. why i'm laughing yeah. there's no, no disrespect no no no, no yeah. disrespect you could say I, i'm a humble dude you can say yeah maybe i'm kindergarten because i'm this Oh, Corey Guns is another trainer that that Corey Guns a rapper. No, 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 <laughs> not his Instagram is Corey Guns. Um, uh, I don't know, I don't know his um his thing, but he's he's a dude that inspires me too. He works for Take No Days Off Gym in Virginia. Okay, he yeah. Trayvon Trayvon uh mm-hmm. worked out with oh, Tra- he worked and out Giovanni. Him? I forgot his name. Oh, this um, is you guys boys. Yeah, yeah, like okay. yeah, it's. T N D O the that's their Instagram and okay. then she, and then his Instagram's Corey Guns but he's another trainer that inspires that inspires me too that's you know what I'm saying um because he got some crazy ass workouts too and he just like a different breed like the way he moved the workouts he's doing the explosion and you know what I'm saying his little tags like he says like this ain't this ain't even my final form mm. and I'm using that for me too because like I just said the training stuff like this ain't even my final formula like yo we just just getting started thinking about it. I'm only 22 years old. Exactly. You, 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 you and gotta, well, and, and I only, I'm sorry, and I only been like really, I got really, really started with this training stuff officially two years ago. Yes. But I've been doing this training stuff for a long time because Nick and, and you, you know what I'm saying? We've been doing this since high school and college. Yeah. We're getting trained by dudes that yes. know this shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, that train college dudes, the top tier college dudes, NFL. That have been doing this and have to always study and very knowledgeable with guys that passed it on to us. We learned from the best. You know yep. what I'm saying? What was that dude that uh, Coach Perez used to have kick our ass? The um, the, the the gym teacher. Oh, Rivera. Rivera. Let's not talk about him. Uh-huh. Oh, let's not do it. Let's not do it. Oh, Wait, first of all, you say you're 22 years old. Yeah. Everybody gonna think you 30. You look 30. Yeah. Wait, 30. I got I got a thing that was like, oh, uh, Ethan, you look like you're 27. So, yeah. <laughs> on on the, Yo, the face scan thing. Nah, some some. Some girl, some girl was like, oh, I was like, how like a random girl. She's like, oh, you look 27. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> it's the bed. I, I, I was talking the way to- you hold yourself, I which was is talk- great. 
Mm-hmm. And this this is why you should never judge people in life. I was talking to this lady, right? And she looked 45. So I don't know where that conversation went. And I asked her, how old are you? She's like, I'm 35. And I'm like, fuck, you look bad for 35. <laughs> but then I'll ask her, like, yo, how old do you think I look? She looked at me. She's like, ah, between 38 and 42. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what the fuck, bitch? Get out of here, you old looking ass. She said, she said between 30 and 42. She yeah. told me I look 40, nigga. Nah. I don't even know what that, that means. That's OD. I don't got no... I, I know I look old. Think about the no, 40 me. I don't got no wrinkles on my face. Yeah. I wish I looked like this at 42. I'd be a young nigga at 42. Nah, you do look nah. 40, though. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah. Nigga, you, you look, look like 18, Greg you premature baby. <laughs> yeah. you like Did you Greg know he Oden. was a premature baby? Shout out to all the prematures. Nah, but I don't know if you want me to laugh. No, laugh at it. He just developed in college. Like, yo, nerd. (laughs) Yeah, all right, but real quick. Shout out to all the New York City trainers, man. I respect y'all stacks, Zay Millie. I think those dudes are killing the game. I love watching Zay's Instagram. He just, you know I mean? He does a lot, and it's it's very motivational. That's a threat. His videos are interesting. I seen one video where he was... um, he did some workout, then he ran and jumped through the fence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, did the trainer, did the cameraman jump through the fence also? No, nah, the cameraman was definitely following. <laughs> he yeah. jumped through the fence yeah. also. <laughs> they really cool, trying to take it to a different level. Well, soon he's going to jump out of a helicopter, land into a squat, and <laughs> run like a mile. But <laughs> again, well, Malcolm said, you got to have fun with this shit. You got that, to. That's that's what it's all about at the end of the day, having fun with it. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Zay Millie, man. You definitely got to have fun with your workouts. You were speaking about motivations. I know we all share a motherfucker, and he says motherfucker a lot, that we love in common, David fucking Goggins. Yeah, let's talk about it. What? What? Yeah, so for me, it. I listened to the David Goggins book. If you guys haven't, please go listen to it. It's called um, Can't Hurt Me. Yeah. Can't Hurt Me. And for me personally, it it is just a mindset changer. I, it's honestly a drug. When I had this shit in my headphones, that's I wouldn't listen to music, nothing. That's all I would listen to working out right and that shit just i had some of the best workouts in my life as far as pushing myself right i remember when i first worked out with you you killed me on the up downs right and i'm like fuck i feel like a bitch so every day <laughs> after that day i was just doing up downs because i'm like next time he gives me this finish i'm gonna kill it and listen to david goggins book i was doing like 10 sets of 10 up downs you know what i mean mm-hmm we got to test them again, though. Mm-hmm. Test me Real again, soon. brother. I'm Real ready soon. for the up-downs. The, the, the five sets of ten. I could do that. That's easy. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I modified it for you. It was, oh. as, yeah. No, you only, <laughs> you, 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 only, you only made me do two no, sets. Yeah, you treated I'm, me like a bitch, but I was. I didn't treat you like a bitch. I, I, was, I just did what you can. Nah, <laughs> you treated me like a bitch, but nah, I was I thankful. Kid, <laughs> 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 yo, he saved I'm, you. Yo, I'm on set two, like, up, down, five, and I'm like, yo, I think I'm going to die. But I'm not, I've never quit a workout in my life, no mm. matter what it is. I'm like, this dude is going to kill me. Y'all hear that. And then at the end of it, He's like, all right, we can only do three. I said, thank God. I said, God just answered a prayer. Mm-hmm. But um, how how does David Goggins? What did he do for you? Um, you could answer that too, Malcolm. Yeah, word. You could answer that too, Malcolm. <laughs> but what he did for me, it was like he like he humbled me again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Life's about getting humbled and whatnot. And then I was like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. What the fuck? Nah, he he made me tap in again, like, to another level. Like, tap into that other gear. You know what I'm saying? Even though I had it, he made me tap into that other gear. And I was like, I know I'm on the right path because he's doing it. You know, I know I'm not fucking doing shit that's crazy. And he's doing even crazier shit. So it's like, 
right, like I'm on the right path. Like, yeah, he should. Like I could go. I like you know what I'm saying. I I ain't that crazy. Like someone out there crazier than me. I'm I, I'm doing just fine. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. My shit ain't just like, oh shit. Like you know what I'm saying. My shit pretty pretty not regular, but like like if he's doing it, shit, then I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think what you said is that he 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 lets you know that being crazy is okay. Yeah. And he wants you to be Nick's, more crazy. It, yeah. And you just get this thing in your mind it's like, "Oh, fuck, I want to be a demon. Yeah. I just want to be fuck." You said it best. There <laughs> and go. that's why that's why I love Kodak Black cuz I think I have some mental issues, but when I listen to Kodak Black, I hear a crazy person. Right? Kodak Black is crazy. If you listen to his music, listen to the things he says. Like, what he he's a does. crazy dude. He's bipolar. He'll make a, one song talking about how he hates a bitch and how he loves her in the same song. And I I, I relate to that in, in all facets of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, all facets of life, just that craziness. And David Goggins does the same thing. It's like, fuck, I'm an insane motherfucker, but it feels good to be an insane motherfucker. Exactly, and Nick, what you just said, like, that topped it off right there. That, yeah. that was it for me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he made me want to go even harder. That's yes. what you can you do. Know? So, mm-hmm. And you need those and he gave, Yeah, he gave me insight, he gave me a lot of insight on, on, you know, on life and just on what I'm doing, a lot of clarification. So it's like, oh, okay, and like I said, humbled me, like, oh, I didn't, oh, like, yeah. you get those mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. moments. And when you have those, and then when you really tap in and, and really take it in, and you don't let it go out the other ear, and you let that shit kick off for you. That yeah. that might be one of the best books ever. I think as far as helping people out, that might be one yeah, of the best good books self, ever. Oh, it's easy. a good self, self-help self book. I've been self, reading yeah. a lot of lot of books, too, lately. What, what, what are you yeah, reading right now? these books right now. Um, them down. So I've been reading right now Jay-Z's Decoded. That's a great book for any like artists, new artists out there. Or just people in like in the entrepreneurial business, or like trying to like you know, like what we're doing right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stuff. Whatever industry you're going, like how you want to be be big being big being the top of like mm-hmm. your position, whatnot, or, or in the industry. Okay, that's a great book for that. Um, I read the Rick Ross book. That's another great book. Oh, yeah, I seen you reading that. Yeah, Rick Ross. Fifty Cent. That's a top book. Fifty <laughs> Cent's book. Get that he book. loves Fifty Cent book. Yeah, get he that book. He quoted every day. <laughs> he think he fifty. <laughs> yeah, I was quoting it Got today. That book. Uh, what else? I read Kevin Hart's book. Okay, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, you like the celebrity book? You trying to study the the, the mind of these ultra successful people? Exactly, you man. That's smart. Right? Exactly. Um, the Motivation Manifesto is a great book. Motivation. Th- that's Manifesto. something I'm interested in reading. Write that down. I'm gonna tell you this. It's a short book. Probably gonna take you like two hours to read. Uh, As a man thinketh. That is a Bible, bro. You heard that book? Nah, so... Read it. It takes two hours. As a man thinketh, it's a Bible. And you, for you, it's going to get you hyped up because as you said with the David Goggins book, it's it's not only going to teach you a lot of things, it's going to reassure that you and your mindset is the right path. Right. And And that is going to get you fucking hype. It's going to be like, yo, I know that. Uh I figured that out already without reading this book. Uh It's going to give you Exactly. That's the same thing for the Motivation Manifesto book right there. As a man, Mm -hmm. think of, I'm definitely tuning into that. I want to read The Way of a Superior Man. Shout out to Nip. Shout out to Taco. Taco told me about that book. I started reading a lot it, of, yeah. but I didn't really, I didn't like the gist of it at the beginning. Okay. I don't know. I, maybe I have to try it again, but I I stopped. I'm like, you know. But I would say those books that, that I put out, yeah. like those those books, really good. You know what I'm saying? Good book. Because, yeah. you know, like their story is like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And it just gives you like, everyone's story is different and like, 
You think it's easy for these top dudes, yo, but it really wasn't, like, you know what I'm saying? So when you when you read that, like I said, it humbles you. Like, oh, she gained some more insight, knowledge on it, wisdom, and you get some clarity on your own life. And you're like, wow, like if they could go through it, what can, can you do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One thing one thing I took away from as a man thinking, and I think Malcolm, you could you could attest this. I said the only thing that separates me and Jay-Z is our mindset. Right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that a lot of people look at these ultra successful people and think, oh, they might have gotten lucky or God might have given them something special. No, he just tapped into the right mindset and that's why he is where he is. What as a man think is right te- as a man mm-hmm. think is one of the biggest things to tell you is that good fruit, good seeds only bear good fruit. Bad seeds bear bad fruit. Those people are where they are and it's a representation of what's inside here. It's not by luck, it's not by chance, it's about what is here. And when you learn to hone in on your mind, you're going to be there. You just got to get your mind there first. Yeah. And your body and the circumstance will follow. The and, general, right? And here. This is I a general. all the time. If y'all really tune into my Instagram and um, how I train, the motto is, you know, the I'm going to change you mentally because where the mental goes, the body will just the follow. Body so and easy. The body first and circumstance. First, I got to help you tap into your mental and build you mentally. Yes. The physical part is easy. That's me with training. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Physical part easy. I don't do it for the physical. I'm going to do it for the mental and try to change you as a person mm-hmm. and make you a better you and make you even greater than me mentally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want others to be greater than me. Have, I don't care about people being better than me. That's you, the goal. Have you ever realized when, because you're a trainer, all you do is work out. Have you realized when you're in a bad mental state, you don't feel as good physically? Yeah. Have you have you experienced that before? I experienced it all the time. How how do you get yourself out of that place? Um, I think it's like some it's normal. It's normal for anyone out there listening. <clears throat> it's normal to go through that. But I think you just gotta surround yourself with the right people, with the right environment Key. and tune into something that gets you out that zone. Mm. So for me, it's music, prayer, or I'll talk to one of my brothers. Well, I mean, brothers is my family, not friends. Mm-hmm. Or talk to my family mm-hmm. and then get right in and listen to a song or like some motivation shit. All right, let's go. Or mm-hmm. just talk to myself. Yes. And sometimes it may not click like right there and there, but just, but you, just you, force you, it. You know what I'm you, saying? You're doing the, you, you, you're following the pattern and you know yeah. at some point it's going to click. Yeah. And then something you just got, you just got, even though you just got to force yourself through it, because then after you'll be, yo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there'd be times where I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I don't want to work out, blah, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I'm not feeling it. Then it's like, I hear something, or I just like, I don't know, I just tap in with myself, I'm like, I right, know, I fuck that, let's go, boom. It's like a You switch. know, yeah, yeah, it's a switch. It's, it's a switch. That's the same thing when you said the book, as a man thinketh, I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I want to go work out now. Because yes. you feel like you could do anything or anything. a certain pop smoke song. Maybe you want to go yeah, work out. Yeah, yeah. But it, it entirely, it's thing. a switch in you. You got to, like, you got to, like, shake it mm-hmm. off. Because we're, like, David Goggins said, what are you going to do without the music and everything else? Yes, 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 yes. Um, The way I look at it, those books and stuff, they're like a match, right? And that's motivation. It gives you motivation. With that match, you got to try to light a big-ass fucking log with that match. And that's determination. That's that fire that's going to be burning inside of you for the rest of your life. You got to figure out a way to get this match, like that log, because pretty soon that match is going to be useless. That little bit of motivation is going to be useless. So you got to find a way to get that log lit, if that made any sense. To yes. No, because no. Motiv- motivation is fleeting. You might be motivated one day to do something, and the next day the motivation is not there. But when you're driven, in the, in the, in the absence of motivation, you still do what you have to do. 
Because yeah. deep down, that shit troubles you if you don't. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. yes. Per- well said. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. You got a girlfriend? Huh? Do I got a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> we about to get into this. So the, said, thing, huh? the, thing, the thing that I enjoy about this podcast is how random you guys are. Uh, appreciate <laughs> it. Good. Appreciate it. Tune Which in. Is, it's like it reminds me of um this podcast reminds me of like Mike Tyson's hot boxing vibe. Y'all watch? Okay. Y'all watch? Nah, I never listened to it. What? Before. You never nah, listened never. to it? Nah. I can't listen to Mike Tyson. Yo, bro. Why? It's because of how he talks? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. My fault. So, <laughs> <laughs> he gonna put the fucking coffee on the ground and get mad when I knock it down. Why you not sitting straight? Because you gotta face the camera, but, brother. Hey, what about Mike Tyson? Yo, y'all too are hilarious. <laughs> no, this nigga <laughs> wanna put the... I bought bro, a coffee for you put to the drink. Right Why here? you ain't drink the coffee I buy for bro, you? Bro, we got a show with E right now. No, e, we got so, a show right here. It's a Nick and Mal so, uh, show. Mike Tyson, yeah, bro. I can't understand him. I can't listen to him. But but, but um, watch it. Okay. What you watch like about it. it? It's just it's just it's just it's like this vibe. It's like funny. It's like just right. chill. Yeah, chills. It's like this vibe. You guys, guys gotta definitely uh, tune in. We, you two are hilarious. <laughs> bro, listen though. You gonna answer our question? Oh, with the, uh, <laughs> yeah. do you have a girlfriend? Who's the nah, lady of interest? I don't have a girlfriend. <clears throat> All right, let's go. But, but interest. I, I hate lying, so I hate lying. I hate fucking lying. Are you shorty gonna watch this? No, nah, I don't got. I don't got a shorty. But there is one girl that's like, oh shit, that may that may be with the one. You know what I'm saying? There's mm. one girl. I don't got a girlfriend. We're not official. But yeah. we're talking, and I'm only talking to this one girl, and it's like, oh, someone you, know, you see potential in. Yeah, and it's just it's it's it didn't like it wasn't like forcefully. It was just like organic, you know what I'm mm, saying? So it's like good. someone I could just talk to, like how I talk to y'all. Like it was like, you know, wait, I so you, feel wait, so you want a relationship? With no, hey, <laughs> yo, how I how I how I, how nah, I no, it's like organic. You know, I feel like with any type of <laughs> relationship, it just got to be organic. You know what I'm saying? It has to. Be. You can't force it and. She's not my girl, but we're talking. You could say, yeah. Are you from having several conversations with you? I feel like you're slightly jaded by women, which most men are. What's uh, jaded? Like, yeah. Um, you've had less than pleasurable experiences in the past with women. Then maybe doing some things that are not, you know, um, correct. So, <laughs> I, I ask a question like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just me with females. Are, I'm just okay. Here we go. So, like I said, my dad was a big influence in my life. You already know the story. I mean, I could dive in more deeper now. You know what I'm saying? I feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. But I don't know. The way my dad raised me, the, the talks we had, it was just me and my dad. And it was just pure gangster talks, all right? And some mm. real life shit. So the shit he told me, you know what I'm saying, like really like hit me, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, you don't need that right now. He always told me that, you know what I'm saying? And like when my aunt would ask me, like my, my dad's side of family, like my aunt, she'd be like, Oh, how's the girl stream? That I like, just like how yeah. Nick, just like how yeah. Nick was, and my dad would come and intervene. Like, if say my dad was around, he'd come and intervene. Like, oh, Ethan don't need that right now. He good. He's straight the way he is, because mm-hmm. he wanted me to just focus. now. See now, fo- like you said it, focus. You know what I'm saying? Because so. girls and vice versa, they could be one of our biggest temptations and biggest distractions, biggest my, enemies. You know what I'm saying? I think that's my opinion. I'm no, I'm no psychologist or whatnot, but I fact. think. They could steer you, they could really distract you and get you off course. And I'm young. So while everyone in high school, even college, even now, is focusing, I'm gonna say from a man perspective, right? It's all these all these guys around me are focusing on relationships or girls per se, or focusing on relationships, sex and whatnot, or chasing a companion. 
I'm out here chasing my dream. I'm out here chasing, like I said, a legacy, something bigger than myself. I'm trying to do stuff for me and my family. And like I said, the name of my back and for me first, mm -hmm. I got to get that right. My foundation. I don't got time to be chasing, you know what I'm saying? A girl or sex or what the case may be right now. We don't got time for that. It's just, that's little stuff. That's just always going to be that shit going to come. High school, college, people are too focused on that shit. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Find you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Stay in lane and find you. Mm -hmm. And now, guys that got in relationships in high school, some of them, it may have worked out, but then they're like, they got distracted. They got a little bit off course. They're not the same person they used to be. They didn't have mm -hmm. that same experience that, they, that I had. In high school, shit, I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I was stress-free. Mm -hmm. That shit brings stress, too. When you do when, a lot of stress. You know what I'm saying? And I don't got time for, like, the you know, if someone can't understand my hustle, it's like, that's on you, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You saying that, is that the type of girl you, are you interested in? Like, someone that is interested in the same hustle as you? Like, you like going to the gym, you train people. Does she have right. to like going to the gym? She could, that will be a plus. Okay. But, like, I want her to be passionate, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> in whatever the fuck she, like, have that passion in her, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's going to, a lady that's going to gonna hustle, you know what I'm saying, with what she's doing. A lady that's going to inspire me or understands my path. You know what I'm saying? Someone that understands it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because they don't easier. understand it. If you're on level three and they're on level one, it's kind of like, well, I'm not going to be your, your your father figure. Or I'm sorry. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to be your father figure. Or it's like, I'm not your, I'm not your officially your boyfriend. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? You got to kind of like match my level. And if I don't see that potential in you, like I'm not going to help you bring you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So does that mindset scare you that you could possibly be single for the rest of your life. I say that because with your mindset, right? Let's say you're really dug in into the way you're saying you're not really trying to help anyone out. And you get into a relationship and you know what I mean? This girl was your equal at the time and yeah. people change, right? We understand people change, people oh, of course. elevate, people de-escalate mm -hmm. in life. We're all susceptible to that. Yeah. Now you have to kind of pull her up and now it's getting you off your hustle. How do you think you would handle that if, in a future relationship? If she's accepting the pull up. If she's not accepting it and keeps on repeating the same bullshit mm. habits and patterns, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, no exceptions. I'm not gonna tolerate bullshit. Ladies, you shouldn't listen. You shouldn't tolerate like vice versa. You shouldn't tolerate bullshit from people. If you keep on trying to help them and they keep on snapping your hand away, or like they're in the deep end of the water and they keep on pulling you down, but you're trying to bring them up and save them. Speaking about the deep end of the water, what if she jumps into the water and touches the bottom? We're not going to that. We're not going to that. This guy's so fucking random. Yo, that was a great joke. I no, feel like y'all let the joke this drop guy, flat, this guy's man. So, yeah, because he talking. This is this a guy's podcast. So fucking, this guy's so fucking... Yeah. yeah. He's not even listening to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, this guy, man. What was the question you asked before that? Yeah, was, you had a good question before that. Um, oh, yeah, if, if, if yeah. I'll be scared that I'm single for the rest of my life. No, I'm not scared because I'm happy with myself and I... Was, and for anyone out there, you got to learn how to be independent. Maybe you know what I'm saying? You got to learn how to be independent and be happy with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because people fade regardless. At the end of the day, you may only have you. And when I'm reading when I'm reading this prayer, like I have like a little prayer book. Mm -hmm. It says that, Lord, when all things fade, when all the people around me have gone, you know what I'm saying? Learn, learn to remind me that you're there for me. So, and I, like it's faith, it's faith in God for me. You know what I'm saying? So because all of us have a due date and like, Two years from now, I may not have y'all. So we, who am I going to rely on? I got to rely on myself. I may not have a girl. I, mean, I got to count on me. Okay, so, and I understand that, right? And I forgot where I heard this from, but 
As a young man, that is a great mindset to have because now is the go-get and you might have to be on your own. But I feel like when you get older, and it's interesting that Malcolm dapped you up when you said you might have to be independent. He's in a long-term relationship. Yeah, So I feel like you understand. I'm not saying you don't understand the value. I think we all understand the value. But working in the hospital and working with a lot of older guys who are single and who've had this mindset, I've never met one, not one, that said... They appreciate that mindset they have. All of them are fucking depressed as shit. Like, yo, I should have been a little bit more malleable. I should have settled down with that good girl I had or or whatever it is. I've never met one that said they didn't regret it. Well, okay, you said a good girl. Like, it, it yeah. got to come, you know what I'm saying? She got to have the right mind for you. It's got to be like where y'all, like, where it's like, yeah, both bringing value to, to each other's life. It's about bringing value to each other's life. Like, if she's bringing you that value where it's happiness and peace and motivation, good. It can't just only be about lust, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Lust or, it, what, or love. Or, like, yeah, you can't, you can't, it's a, all right, love could, could elevate you or bring you down. It yeah. gotta be that good love, man. I don't mm-hmm. know how to deter it, but it gotta be love that's fucking motivating to shout you and push you to be a greater you. You know what I'm saying? I love that's going to drive you fucking insane. Yeah, love does that at times. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's the roller coaster of it. But that's my perspective on it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I've been too, I'm too myself. I don't like getting into this, that, and that with, you know, girls. I don't like arguing. I don't like that back and forth. I don't like right. that negativity. I don't like chasing, chasing someone. I don't like chasing people in general. You know what I'm saying? Gotta be Mitchell Mitchell. Yeah. I want to chase. My model now is chase opportunity. Fuck yes. chasing people. Don't force yes. no one to be in your life. Force opportunities in your life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I don't got to force. When I met Malcolm, I didn't have to force Malcolm to be cool with me as he is now. Now, Malcolm, I consider, like, yeah. it's weird. I consider, you know, one of my boys. I didn't have to force it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, obviously, with a girl, you probably got to spit game yeah. on what the case may be. Mm-hmm. And, again, I'm not sexist, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Speaking from... But, you know what I'm saying? If you're putting in 50, <laughs> maybe... She should put in 50 to it because people are willing to meet halfway. And if you meet someone that's willing to meet halfway and it's similar to you, have those similarities, then yeah. But I haven't found that yet. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. A lot of girls got mad at me because I've been so stuck in my grind and so heavy into it. But if you if you knew the reason why or if you like, you could just go on my Instagram. People are like, oh, I can't know you. But if you go on my Instagram, my Instagram is pretty open. You can yeah. find out about me. You can learn about my dad through that. You know where Easy. I'm at. You know you what know, I'm you, doing. You know where I'm at. You know what I'm doing on my Instagram. Don't bullshit me. And then when you say that, I'm like, you're bullshitting because you're not really looking in deep. And from there, from those little things, you're not really scoping things or looking at it. I don't want to deal with mm, you because now I got to explain myself. Yeah. Fuck, I got to explain myself to you. You know what I'm saying? So let's say you find the right young lady and you guys are going to get married. Are you doing the prenuptials? Hell yeah. For real? Yeah. Protect you, you, y'all all think calls. women take that disrespectfully though? If she do, that's on, like, if she do, I'm sorry, that's on you, but don't take it as just, it's not, per- like, I didn't, it is kind of personal. It's not a person, but it's just business. I'm just trying to say, like, protect Save me. yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You Smart. doing a prenuptial? Yes. Just that simply. Yes, because if 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 that if the lady comes with wealth, I'm pretty sure she would want to do the same thing. Like, how does that look at, as you a just, man? You just never know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm, I, y'all can see why some people don't do it, right? And how some women may be offended by it, yeah. and how some guys would be motivated not to do it because they don't want to offend someone they believe they're going to spend the rest of their life with. But here's the thing, though. That's I feel like that's just an old thing of that feeling. But we know for a fact of everything we see and with technology, it is uh. A financial so no one should... one to whoever's have something to the table. Save yourself. Same thing. Not to spill. 
anyone information, but we know a gentleman who's dealing with the situation right now, and he would have wished he would have signed the paperwork. Because the person coming to the table that's getting half of his mm. didn't bring anything to the table. How but, does that look? But imagine you having stuff. No, 100%. Like, that would hurt you. Like, I just lost all of this just because you came in my life. But y'all could understand why he didn't do that. That's my thing. I'm not saying it's not a smart thing, but you understand why people don't do it, right? Yes, but what I'm saying is because of... No one should ever be in that situation ever again. Yeah, but because of technology and being financially smart, it's so easy to be financially educated. I I think education is good, but I think emotions, especially when you're going to marry someone... You got to think how in love and entrenched you are when you're marrying someone. You don't ever think that's going to end. That's why you're marrying them. That's true, too. But you just, you never know. You never know. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't sit here and tell you, you I'm going to get prenuptials. I'm going to tell you something. Don't underestimate. You get one. Don't, don't underestimate nobody. That's true. Just a general rule of life. And then that's why I got to say, don't underestimate nobody. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, what was the dude who owns Amazon? Jeff Bezos. I feel like he took that L pretty pretty calmly. Gave yeah. a bitch 10 Billy. Talking about Jeff Bezos, another great book, The mm-hmm. Everything Store, if you really want to know. The but Everything he, Store? Yeah. Um, I'm doing I'm doing uh a project. Well, I wrote a paper on Amazon. I'm doing like a little project. Yeah, you with told that. me about that. What? But the everything oh, but I'm gonna get into it. But the everything store is a great book, but you really gotta like read it and like study it and whatnot. It's like a book like you're not gonna just read it, understand. Like you gotta like you know what I'm saying? Take like, your time. Yeah, take your time with it. Okay. And like really dive in deep. But with oh, I wrote about Amazon, like I wrote about how they like Something about their their relationship with their stakeholders is pretty good. Yeah, which was the main stakeholders is their customers, as we all know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you understand that type of money is fine for him. It sucks for him to lose that, but it's 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 not as hurtful because he's he gonna make that back. Yeah. But when it's someone like us That's that has to work, yeah. But it's not as hurtful as someone not say us, but Joe Blow. That's you know average Joe. Mm. who's been taking care of business and the other person gets half of it for not doing anything he did. You you, you know what's funny? And more. You know what I'm realizing? And it's funny you talk about Mike Tyson, right? I think I... I and you you would think, I have a lot of female tendencies. And I, I say that, don't think I'm a bitch. I just... I grew up around all bitch. women. I grew up around all women. So sometimes the way I act and the way I think, it's from a woman's perspective, Right. And huh? Go ahead. I feel like you guys, you grew up with a very strong father figure. Same to you. So I feel like you guys have more of a male mindset. I think I don't know. I I think that's why I say I have to say this. If I was to marry a woman, I would view her as a family member. Like even if we were to come and get divorced, hey, I still love the shit out of you because that's how I love, right? And I wouldn't mind if this is the mother of my child, and I had ten milli. Bitch, you can have five million. No, you and would not. That don't tell me how I feel, Nick. Look, Nick. That's how I really feel. When you we read have different f- mindsets. Yeah. You can speak on your mindset, but don't try to enforce your mindset on me. No, hundred percent. But I don't mean to have a conversation between me and you. We all about the here. Discussion. We I know, but when you read the Fifty Cent book. He started talking about his first, uh, his ex-wife. I don't know if his ex-wife, but the first person the, he had a child. You talking about his baby? His baby. Mom. He his don't baby like mom. that. He, he hate that bitch. Be wide though, because he came to her like, yo. You should do this. He went to his son. You should do this oh, for a business. You read the book? Yeah. Oh, he yeah, And the what they scared. do, they did nothing. Like I said, when that lady comes to you and does <laughs> nothing and she's and you want to yeah. give her two mil for doing nothing, that hurts more than giving her two mil to do something. Yeah. That's the problem that these people are facing. Oh, you just taking my money 
so you could just sit back and be a stay at home mm. mom. That's corny. You getting all this money, you can't do something with Facts. it. Like, come on. Nah, nah, I mean, facts, I, yeah. Bro, the 50 Cent, bro, the 50 Cent book is key, and what he's saying is true because he was trying to, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to put them on, like, you know, opportunities and whatnot. And then when you just getting the money and not doing nothing with it, it's like, what the I, hell? I, I feel that. And I it's like that. a slap in the face because you put in that hard work exactly. and that equity. And it's like, you know, so, just because you made it, just because I made it, like, Oh, it means you don't you don't have to do nothing. You don't have to do right. nothing. Well, I think we've had conversation, and you're correct. If I and that's I don't think he was married to her. She just had his kid, and she used that as a bargaining piece. You know, if you get married, you know if you get married, we talked about it. We're gonna have that woman who's an equal that's gonna help us rise to that position, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm not talking about no lazy bitch who's trying to sit at home and eat off of me because she had my kid. I'm talking about a bitch who helped me build this empire. I might not have it. I'm probably chatting. You know, at that point, I probably would have an issue with it. But right now, I'm saying I might not have an issue giving you half, especially if I have. Because we have. There's a whole bunch of shit. There's a whole bunch of shit, yeah, to, whole bunch of shit to it. And we're 23. We don't, yeah. we're nowhere near yeah, to get married. Bro. Maybe there's Malcolm a, a little closer that, but than But I think the main, the main basis of this yeah. subtopic is, I think, just protect yourself. Protect yourself. And like being single, I ain't scared to be single because my dad died single. So. Like, like, exactly. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like my dad died single, so it's like, bro, like, you know, I look at, that's my, that's my everything. So if like, like, okay, when it's my time and I got to go, and if I'm single, I'm going to be fine because my dad was lit. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know what? Mm-hmm. I think being single hurts if you get older, but I know what they be hurt more about is not having kids. When you don't leave that legacy behind, that's probably when you're really fucked bro, up. Bro, my dad wasn't expecting me, bro. For real? Yeah, bro. I'm sure he didn't regret it. Nah, of course not. Little he, e. You know what I'm saying? E. He wasn't. He wasn't probably expecting. No, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just like I said, independent. <clears throat> That's why I look. I looked up to him. You know what I'm saying? That's why he was. He was. My dad was legit. My everything because he told me it wasn't. And then you know what I'm saying? And then Ethan came into the picture. But like that just told me, look, my dad did shit regardless, bro. Like we talked about that example earlier. Mm-hmm. Ethan, you want to come work out with me? I said nah. He still went regardless. Mm-hmm. Ethan, you want to come do this with me? Nah, I went regardless. He did shit on his own. You know what I'm saying? He handled his business no matter what. He didn't need a whole posse to come with him. Mm-hmm. Told me when you handle business, go do what you gotta do. Don't depend on nobody. He even told me a key advice for don't depend on nobody. He told me he looked at me in the car. He said, or he told me on the phone, don't even depend on me. And it hurt me at the second over the phone because think about it, you're my father. Yeah, you're my best friend. You're my everything. So when he said, you know, don't depend on me for for don't even depend on me, I was like, it hurt, but I was like, oh shit. I think it's teaching you life. I I oh shit. Like and think about it, I'm only like 15, 16. Yeah. Did it click and right there? It or? clicked. Even he was telling me this when I was like four like even younger. It probably just didn't click. But he okay. everything he taught me was from a from a from a, yeah. even when I was like five, he's putting him on game like ahead of my time. Mm. So when he taught me that, I was like Oh, that's oh, a fucking life lesson. You, you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean now. Like, whatever I'm going to do, I got to get it done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In my life, I got to carry that shit on regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With with Malk, with Nick, like, y'all in my life, cool. It makes it better. better y'all man. not in my life, cool. it's still, it's still, we still rocking. Yeah, we are still, still rocking. rocking. You know what I'm saying? The boat still rocks. Yeah, bro. And I, I, I value my opinion, like, my opinion the most. I got to value my life the most. I got to make sure that what I'm doing is correct for me. That's it. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Are you an Aries? Nah, I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio, Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't believe in horoscopes. Okay. I mean, I do and I don't. 
I just say you could say like I do because I think Scorpios is the best. You're hurt. Yeah, <laughs> to the Scorpios. Yeah, I think Scorpios is the best. But some of the One traits of Scorpio. Uh, 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 I don't know. I know. I know. I'm a Scorpio because I think it's like late October. It's like early November. Yeah. Fuck Scorpios. Now. Yeah. I respect yeah. Scorpios. But, but yeah, but I'm a Scorpio. But I I do and don't believe in it. Some of the shit's like oh shit. But yeah, I, some of the shit be like whoa. Did you you know what I mean? You, you know def- me yeah. like yeah. yo. <laughs> you like, know, I feel at, like at that. the end of the day, you define you. That's a that's, that's a fact. A fact. That's a fact. Because um, there's someone a, a Scorpio that's doing the opposite. Everything you do, yeah. Y'all watch football on Thursday? A little bit. Uh, I yeah, watched the highlights. I, I watched a little bit of football, bro. This is the Chiefs taking it, of course. No, no, because you was hating on the Chiefs last year. What? Last year? what yes, we was on Facetime during the Super Bowl. You was like, "Yo, the Sixers are going to win." We made a bet. The Sixers. The not the Forty Niners. The Forty Niners. <laughs> oh yeah, because of the defense, and I was believing that the Chiefs' defense is not there. Well, the Chiefs' defense is still not there. So I was thinking, okay. uh Jimmy, Jimmy G would have a few hot plays and our run game would work against the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, the 49ers have a great defense. and uh-huh. But you, okay didn't cons- you didn't consider the GOAT, though. Oh, yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. believe Patrick Mahomes. Quick, you know, quick he's hot on my take. fantasy football. Shout out to P. Mahomes. Oh, you got, you got Patrick Mahomes on fantasy football? Yes. Yeah, hey, I had him on fantasy. Too. Good he job. That is a draft. Real hot take before we get out of here. I think Andy Reid right now, has a chance to be better than Bill Belichick. I know that's a hot take. If they win the chip this year, I think they're winning the chip this year. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to have a chance for a 3 P. And then down the road, he wins two or three more, and he ties up Bill Belichick. I think him and Patrick Mahomes are going to be equal to Bill and Tom Brady. I'll be honest. And the way that offense is looking is fucking beautiful. Give 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 Pat Mahomes twenty years. Think about how many championships he's gonna win. Just think he might have one like Aaron Rodgers, or he might have six or seven like Brady. Yeah, he about to have ten. You never know. You a football fan? Who you like? Before we get out of here, well, I was a Giants fan. Come on, there's not much to be a fan of. Oh, fucking Giants. Saquon Barkley, that's oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> he sucks. Too. I think now, like, I'm not necessarily just a strictly a, a football team fan like I'm just a football fan like now yeah. watching it's like I just studied the game I just studied yeah. players I love you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. if the like you're saying the Texan Chiefs was on it's like oh shit I'm gonna watch you know the Chiefs like Tyron uh, Matthew Ty- yeah oh Tyron Matthew yeah I'm gonna watch him or I'm gonna watch you know what I'm saying I wanna mm-hmm. see how he played oh Deshaun Watson or I wanna see him play how Will Fuller Will, Will Fuller's playing like, you know what I'm saying I'm not like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a necessary team fan no more cause Giants fucked it up for me bro yeah no I believe it so, so, I just, so you like to learn from the players I just like to learn and I just I just watch I, yeah I just watch every game you know what I'm saying Watch yeah. how the Chiefs run their offense. Like you watch the highlights, just watch their offense. It's beautiful, like, and they have that new running back. He's yeah, about to be a fucking beast. Edwards. I never even heard of him before. Yeah. Come on, bro. He went to LSU. He was a star running back. That's a fact. But um, guys, I think we're out of time. Chiefs are making uh, the Super Bowl short play is great short again. They are the the game. They was like they're usually a big play team, but they was like short and long drives the last yeah. game, which is beautiful. Now they're becoming more unstoppable. But yeah. we're gonna see. We're gonna see what they do this year. But E, this was a great interview, man. I think whoever watches this interview is going to be like, yeah. fuck, a lot of I want to go lessons. work out. Yeah. I think you gave a lot of David Goggin vibes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You, you put it all on the line, bro, and we appreciate that. Yeah, I think I could have dove in a little bit deeper in my dad's story, but yeah. stay tuned. Yes, so, bro, yes, stay, yes, you got yes, your yes, own yeah. He's a professional yeah. podcaster. Stay yes. tuned. Stay tuned. So it's, it's coming, my, the story with that is coming out soon. I just got down a little base of it. You know, <clears> with the whole thing with my pops, like, the summary of that is just like, you know, just losing everything you had, you know what I'm saying, really fast. 
it seemed really fast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It went zero to hundred real quick. Like life, just you gotta expect like the unexpected. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I feel like you gonna gain a lot of shit just as fast. Oh no, we we always gain. Come on, let's go, brother. Yeah, Come we on, always gain. It's it's on the top. We we going to the top. It never stops. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. Are we gonna? Yeah, be at the top it was an L. It was an L, but like. It was a major L, but shit, I'm just I'm, I'm continue elevating, like continue whatever the fuck you're doing, like go up, mm-hmm. whatever Nick, it is. Can Nick and the Mal, Nick and Mal come to the top with you? To, yeah, of course. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Let's go, let's go, there. and we're gonna bring preach with us. But guys, thank you for tuning in, yes, joining man. us on this journey once again. We're trying to bring y'all great fucking content, and I think we just had one of our best interviews. So split out, we out, yo, yeah.